0: This episode is brought to you by Extreme Detail and LKN, Chance Owens with EXP Realty, Deep Blue Renovations, and Artcraft Custom Graphics. All right, welcome back to another show, a Not Your Dad's Hunting and Fishing show. We've got some stuff coming up this week that you're going to want to be a part of, want to watch. So... We sold all the spots for the giveaway. The giveaway is going to happen this week. I'm going to do the drawing this week on Facebook Live. Gonna say Wednesday. Now that's subject to change with the old work schedule, so we'll we'll figure out what happens with that. Uh, But I'll do the drawing on Facebook Live on Wednesday. That's the that's the deal, Um, man. Today we got on we got um, a, a special guest on a special guest for me, anyways. You're going to hear a lot of different stuff on this episode that that is uh, we haven't done before, we haven't had on before, I haven't had a family member on before, this man has been hunting with me since we were babies, um, and and it, it's, it's very cool, man, I, I'm very blessed to have him on, we're, we're excited to have him on, uh, so we'll get right to it, and we got Cody coming on here in just a minute. All right, so on the show today we have a we have a real special treat today. Mm-hmm. We uh, I have the first family member of my family on the show today. He he didn't bring his guitar, which I'm I'm kind of kind of <laughs> upset. I thought he was going to come in here and sing in yonder can. Oh gosh! Pay you ten dollar piece she's gonna do all that and, and and you know I was a little upset that he didn't do that but um so I have on my my cousin Cody. Yep. How you doing buddy? I'm good man. Welcome to the show.
1: I'm good. man. this couch is too tall for me. My legs are like Yeah, yeah. like Kevin Hart for a second. Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the reasons we got rid of these these two couches. We had them in the house and Brooke is like way shorter than what you are so <laughs> when she sat on there she like a oh, little kid. Totally. Uh, so we moved them down here and now we have nice couches in the podcast that's room, awesome, man. I like to sit up in here. Or whatever. So a little kind of backstory with, with Cody and, and you know, everything that's going on because me and Cody have not actually got to hang out for, for a little while. Um, and and we attempted to go hunting uh, last year, uh, but it, it didn't I mean we went. <laughs> We went, but we didn't. We didn't really see much, because um, we we used to hunt up at our my grandpa's place, our grandpa's place. Yep. And um, man, we shot a lot of deer up there. We've we've had a lot of good hunts up there. Um, but Cody, so a little backstory. Cody was a, an an artist, a music artist, which I guess you you still are. Yeah. Right. But it's it's a different way yep. of it. So Cody. I mean, dude, you had a band. You were going places. You were doing stuff, man. You was on the road. You were singing to all kinds of different people. You did a NASCAR race at one time, right?
1: Yeah, we did. Uh, we did the Zippo 200 up in Watkins Glen, New York.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, dude, that I mean, a lot of people joke, a lot of people kid, a lot of people do whatever, but your music career was was going.
1: It was in a good direction, man. Yeah, it, least, it really was. At least on a regional standpoint. Yeah, you know? I, so, w- I wasn't national by any means, but
0: no. But I mean, dude, some of the songs you got pretty, pretty daggum good songs. I've been, I've been in the bar before li- yeah. listening to you. <laughs> so, I mean, it was it was going <laughs> on the up and up, and then something happened. Yeah, we don't. I you you're going to explain it here in a minute. You flipped it around. You said enough with the bars. The they're going places, yeah. doing this, or whatever. You started a podcast. I did. What's the name, name of your Reborn podcast?
1: Reborn and Justified.
0: Reborn and Justified. So he started a podcast. He started playing music, gospel stuff. Yeah. And, dude, I mean, this thing is blown up,
1: like, outrageous now. I would say it's blown up in a more of a, a way where it's, like, fulfilling And enjoyment more than a job or a career, um, or even like big crowds. I mean, I hadn't hadn't had no big big crowds anymore. Well,
0: I mean, the so y'all had a man's uh, get together thing uh, Friday, right? Yeah. Uh, And dude, that was big. I Mm -hmm. mean, from from the look, I didn't get to go. I had to work, unfortunately. Yeah. I was hoping to listen to it, but I didn't have service. Of course, UPS. They they always looking out for you out there, they but are, uh, but from the pictures and everything that I looked at, dude, it was it was big. It was man it looked like a great time too.
1: It was it was it was fantastic. It was actually more fulfilling than I could ever imagine, at least from a uh, a Christ follower standpoint. Right. I mean, just let the you get to see the Lord work in, in mysterious ways and. Ways that you could never do as a human. Right. And it's just like, it's just confirmation that there's a God out there. Oh, yeah. And there's one that, who loves you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's just it's just cool to me. Yeah. How everything plays out. No,
0: it is. it is. It is. I've got to see it firsthand. That's the great thing that a lot of people, I think, take for granted in the hunting and fishing kind of thing is, man, when you're out, <laughs> you can't sit there and tell me that there ain't no God. When you're sitting there, chest deep in waders in a dagum river <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> ain't nobody can hear you scream or anything. I'm telling you, and you just and it's gorgeous. It is, and and you just know that. Hey, he did that. Mm-hmm. He did that. So, yeah, I know. I, I get exactly what you're saying with that. So, I don't know if you wanted to get into this or not. But so, what what happened and kind of changed where where you kind of went?
1: Uh, I think it was just a. Uh It was one of those times in my life where it was just... I think it was time for a change, and I was too stupid to see it. Right. So the Lord makes stuff happen in ways that's like, okay, well, if I can't get your attention here, then I'll do it here. And he's like,
0: hey, dummy, look right here.
1: Exactly. And, (laughs) you know, growing up, like... I never really got into music. Like, you know, me and you went to college together mm-hmm. for a short time. And, like, I never really got into music until I got into college. Like, I had nothing to do with playing guitar yeah. in high school. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And the only reason I got into it was, you know, you'd have an 850 class. Mm-hmm. And then you would have another class at, like, 2 o'clock. Well, I wasn't yeah. going to drive all the way back to Statesville from Wilkes County. Yeah. Just to come back and go back to school and then go right back again after fifty minutes. It yeah. was just stupid. So, I had to find something to do while I was there and just waiting. Mm-hmm. And my Uncle Jamie ended up giving me a guitar when I was in high school. And I finally I was like, you know what? I'm just going to figure out how to play this stupid thing.
0: Yeah. And if you remember, I kind of got a guitar almost about the same time that you started. Mm-hmm. So, then we kind of started picking and playing a little bit together. Yeah. Which... You took it way beyond like what I do. Like I mean, and the thing is, is like I haven't taken any classes on how Me to neither. play. Cody didn't take any classes on how to play. We kind of picked it up, and I think that's kind of how we're you know similar. We we learn, YouTube. or at least I
1: learned. <laughs> YouTube, buddy. Yeah,
0: YouTube, listening, picking, playing, just messing around or whatever. Uh, and that's kind of that's kind of how how we did, which. You you are a lot better on the guitar than than I ever thought I could be. Oh, I would um, say all that. But um, but yeah, so that's kind of how that that kind of got going. I
1: carry a tune in the Campbell's can. That's just what I say. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> ain't no bucket in my book. It's it just ain't a no ca- bucket. Nice. No, Mine's got can. holes in it.
1: Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I just it went really good there for a while. Uh, about eight years up and down the East Coast, playing all kinds of shows. Played shows with uh, Lenny Cooper. Uh, the lax multiple times, Big Smo, uh Parmley, Confederate Railroad, uh yeah. let's see, Kentucky Headhunters, mm-hmm. won numerous battles of band you know, battle of bands for radio station like one oh four one, up in Johnny and Junes. Yeah. We I mean we got to do some really cool stuff. And I think the biggest thing was is what well, I got married, you know, and then, you know, I don't change that one bit. Um but I think I I should've shifted my priorities at that moment. Yeah. Whenever I said I do, which I met my wife in a bar. You know, right, she, right. I, I met my wife, you know, in a bar, and then you know she wouldn't date me because she seen the lifestyle I was living. Yeah, right. You know, she turned me down three times, and then like <laughs> when she finally did say, you know, yes, you know, a year and a half later we were married. Yeah, and you know I wouldn't trade that. I mean I wouldn't trade Kelly for the world. Nah. Um, there's a reason I asked three times. <laughs> she just should have been smart and just said yes on the first one. <laughs> uh but that at that moment when i said i do i should have changed my priorities and it it wasn't really that moment where it was like cody this is where you should be no it was more like let's keep going let's keep going let's keep growing let's keep growing and eventually man it turned into like sold out shows i was playing music four five times a week Mm -hmm. i mean i was making more money playing music than i was a day job right i mean and it was it was just a thrill i mean after that first crowd clap i was hooked Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was the the adrenaline, a drug for me. Yeah, and I used it as like a worship point because that's where I escaped from. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was kind of like too. There was influences in my life where it was. I looked at them and I looked up to them, and I think that's whenever. Everything switched for me. Long right. story short, you know, God was like, okay, you're using these people and you're worshiping these as idols when you should be worshiping me because I gave you the gift to sing. Yeah. I gave you the gift to play guitar even though you suck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. But, you know, I mean, it was just that you should be doing those things for me. Right. You know, and instead you're doing it for the devil. Mm-hmm. And he he took somebody, a man that was in my life that I worshiped and turned him into a monster. And he just kind of like turned back the curtain. He was like, this is who you're worshiping. Yeah. And then kind of like once I saw that, it was like the prodigal child. I ran away. Yeah. And I started drinking real heavy. You know, I, I'd come home. From, I, at this point, you know, I had done got a day job plus playing music. So I, I was never home. Kelly had done gave up the bar scene. She left. You know, she was like, I'm staying home. Like, I'm not doing this no more. Yeah. And, you know, I was leaving her at home, you know, going out on the road. Like, I left one time. Like, and she she remembers this as Day. They're calling for the – you remember the big uh, snowstorm that came in like five, six years ago? Yeah. So I left, I left from work, went down to Augusta, Georgia, played, left from there, went to Columbia, South Carolina, and then drove from Columbia, South Carolina, all the way back home in like 10 inches of snow. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: So it took me like eight hours to get home. And, of
0: course, she's sleeping sound asleep at the house, you know, not worried one bit
1: Yeah, and like, she, she was like, you know, you should cancel those. But, I mean, it was just stupid decisions like that. And then, like, drinking and driving all the time. And it got to the point, man, where I was actually going to church half drunk. I yeah. mean, it was just that bad yeah and it was all because i was trying to run from a situation that really didn't have to do with me yeah but the god put it god put it in front of me because he was like well you know this is who you're this is who you're this is who you idol this is who you look up to yeah and why are you doing this mm-hmm. you know so <clears throat> and actually what broke me was my kids i mean yeah. that's what really broke me down and kind of turned me around was you know, at that one point you know i was uh, COVID had happened so all my shows got canceled Mm -hmm. And I didn't have nothing, you know, as far as, like, a pot to pee in, if you want to call it that. I mean, I still had a day job for insurance and, you know, enough to make the bills. So I wasn't hurting there. But the thrill and my enjoyment was gone. Yeah. So it was just home every day, 15, 17 beers every day. Yeah. And that was my life for at least a good six, seven months the first of COVID. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I had, you know, 150 shows lined up for the whole year, and I had to cancel them all. Mm. You're talking thousands and thousands of dollars just yeah. down the drain. And it was just like, okay, we're here. There's my life now. Yeah, <laughs> Let's just drink beer and have a way at it. You know, yeah. that's just the mentality that I had. And my little girl, you know, she was, what, three, two or three at the time? And she comes up, and she says, you want another beer? <laughs> and it was just like, what am I doing? Yeah, like, am I, I'm showing my kids that this is okay. Yeah, and that was kind of my turning point, man. Yeah, and I just quit music all, 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 all along. And I, I put my that ha, that was and the week before uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, the week before Thanksgiving, two years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I ain't looked back since. I ain't drank a drop of alcohol since.
0: Huh. Uh, I mean, I I I would like to say that I haven't drank a drop of alcohol, but that's not the truth at all. Well, I mean,
1: in reality, if you want to be honest about it, alcohol itself is not a sin. Right. Drunkenness drunk is. Right. And that's what I was doing. I was living in sin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I had that separation that I, I needed to just yeah. back down and keep rolling.
0: So you started – did you start the podcast first? Or you start singing gospel stuff first?
1: So when I put down music – that was uh you know seriously right there at that time uh around thanksgiving and i, I didn't touch my guitar again until april of the following year okay like, i didn't touch it not one bit it sat in the garage or in the basement i didn't even think about music i didn't even look at music all i did was just read my bible go to church spend time with my family spend time with my kids yeah and it was like the third week of april yeah it was right before easter yeah, so the second, whenever that was, two years ago. Yeah. It, it, I know it was, yeah, the week before Easter, and I was sitting at work. It was on a Tuesday. I'll never forget it. And I just called my pastor, and I was like, I'm ready to play music again. And he was like, for what? I'm like, well, I'm talking about, like, play music for the Lord, like, the one who actually gave me the gift. And he was like, you serious? And I'm like, yeah. And he had been trying to push me and trying to push me and push mm-hmm. me. Like, I remember I was sitting at the house drunk one time, kind of backflash. I was sitting at the house, and I was, like, half drunk, and he come knocking on my door. And was like, you tired of living like this or what? Like, we stood in my driveway and argued, like, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. And he was like, you need to quit this. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to quit it. Like, this is me. This is who I am. You can suck it up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude, and, what
0: a good preacher, though, man. I, I mean, that takes some cojones right there today. It does, and man. Just come to somebody's house he, and do he was, that. He
1: was pushing me, like, really hard. And uh, But when I, I finally called him, I was at work, and uh, I was like, I'm ready, to, uh, I'm ready to play music for the Lord. And he was like, are you serious? And I'm like, I'm dead serious, man. I ain't touched guitar, and you know, since you know, since here. And he was like, Are you serious? And I'm like, I'm dead serious, dude. I want to play guitar for the Lord and Lord only. And he's like, All right. And he clicked and he hung up on me. And I was <laughs> like, What? <laughs> like you this guy's been pushing me for, what are you doing for months and then he's just gonna hang up on me when i finally give in to what he wants yeah or, you know at least an answer for him and he finally called me back and he's like what are you doing saturday and i was like nothing i said we got we got back we got baseball practice at 11 i was like but that's it and he was like can you meet me at my house eight o'clock in the morning and i'm like yeah and he's like all right so uh i go to his house and we get you know he's like bring your guitar of course, you know, I hadn't played guitar since and I had to sit there and learn a couple songs and in that time I had wrote a song that I thought I was writing for somebody else and I ended up writing it it was like for myself by the end of the when yeah. I got done writing it. Yeah. And uh so I, he ended up taking me to the Faith Fest studio to mm-hmm. meet to meet Craig Church, the founder of Faith Fest. And uh we were in there and he's like, play three songs. So I played like three songs just right off the bat. And that, I never even met Craig. He was just standing in front of me, like from me yeah, and you. Yeah. And uh he was like, All right, cool. And we sat down. It was like 20 minutes later. And Craig was like, So tell me, you know, tell me your story. And I told him my story. And he was like, Well, you want to play Faith Fest this year? And I'm like, What? He was like, <laughs> You don't play Faith Fest this year. I'm like, Dude, that's the biggest Christian music festival on the East Coast. And you're asking me to play it. And you just met me. He was like, Yeah. Mm. I was like, All right. So that August, I played the welcome stage, welcomed thousands of people. They walked in. And I think there was like 20,000 people there for Faith Fest. Golly. It was pretty cool, and I got to thinking. I Man, I, I, I try not to get like teary-eyed about it because it's like here I played for the devil for eight years, and for the wrong reasons. I go in and give the Lord twenty minutes of my time, and He opens up three doors for me. Mm. I mean, it's just yeah, like that instant. And I, I use that everywhere I go.
0: Yeah, I I mean it's a, it's a good, I mean it's a good story to use. I and, and it's inspiring. It is. I mean, it, it really is. Um, and. and that's the cool thing about it that that I've seen. Anyways, yeah. is the fact that uh, you know, and the thing is, is me and you have been together since birth. I mean, <laughs> honestly, yeah. Um, uh, we used to, we used to go to to your daddy's house and watch, or mom and dad and and your dad would watch the fights. Oh yeah, the Oscar bo- De La Hoya. Yeah, Oscar De La Hoya. Boxing, beans. boxing. We'd have wings and stuff like that. <laughs> And Cody always had the cool stuff to play with, man. He always had dirt bikes and full wheelers and yeah. all kinds of cool stuff to play with. And I would beg mom and dad to let me stay because you had a PlayStation, <laughs> I didn't have any of that, you know, all this stuff or whatever. So me and Cody kind of, you know, I don't know. We we've been together for a long time uh, uh, with doing that um, and just some of the the stories and everything. And then watching you go. To what you were doing playing i'd come watch you uh, and doing that and and the band and everything else like that and then watching you just drop it and go a different direction and then boom blow up like like you have or whatever if you see that from the outside looking in it's inspiring yeah. to, uh, to other people and I don't know if you realize that, that you do that or not, or I don't know if you realize that you have done that or whatever, but, but yeah, but it is, it is, it is, it is expiring. Expiring. We're all going to expire. Yeah, we're all going to expire one day. (laughs) I'm probably going to go a lot sooner than you, (laughs) but, uh, it's inspiring to, uh, to other people, uh, for that. But, um, so some of the hunting stories. Oh gosh that that we have and we're going to get into that a little bit one little one that that we could talk about right before the right before the break um cody cody come to the house one night and, and cody would stay at the house you'd stay at the house numerous times mm. you know we'd, we'd go hunting whatever else or whatever but cody was coming to the house one night and uh i said well i think i'm gonna go up and cruise hickory and he said <laughs> okay and and Y'all oh heard me God. talk about this Toyota truck that I had before, mm. and and this thing was bad, man. It was a bad little 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 rig there, <laughs> and and me and Cody thought we was the coolest people in the world <laughs> driving this bad little rig around. We get going down one fifteen, and we get almost to town. I mean, we were we were within walking distance of food line.
1: Where were we? Were we yeah. on 115
0: or 40? No, we were on 115.
1: That's right, because it was right before the uh, the chiropractor. Right yeah, there right at the there bank. at the chiropractor.
0: <laughs> and we're just driving along, driving along, playing music, just having a good time or whatever. And then, wham, this deer <laughs> jumps the daggum guardrail and hits me. I didn't hit the deer. The deer hit me. In the door. In the door and spun me around in the middle <laughs> of the road. Me and Cody were looking straight, and then we were looking back the other way. Yeah. Whatever we got done, yeah. And Cody said, "What the heck just happened?" And I said, "Dude, I have no clue." And so there was cars coming, and they were stopping or whatever. And I get out of the truck because I'm like, "What the heck happened?" You know. And there's this deer laying over on the side of the road, and I said, "Dad Gum," I said, "There's there's the deer right there." And I look over on my truck, and he had hit the the door jam. Mm-hmm. And it almost jammed the door, so when I opened the door or whatever, it got caught and I couldn't close it. <laughs> and and I'm looking at this deer and I'm looking at Cody and Cody's like, Well, let's go put it in the back of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, Okay. So we go over there to grab this deer and the daggum thing gets up and runs. Yeah, it does. And I was like thank, off. I was like, Thank God we didn't have a hold of that thing whenever it got up and run. It'd probably
1: beat the wheels off both of oh, us. Oh gosh.
0: Oh gosh. <laughs> but we finally got back in the truck. And all the people were like, oh, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. And we got back in truck. We went back to the house. I pulled the door jam out a little bit, and then we shut the door, and we went on to Hickory, and we had a good time.
1: We went and cruised Hickory.
0: So, uh, um, we So, we would hunt up at Grandma and Grandpa's yep. a lot. And um, – I got, I got to I got to hunt up there more than you did just because I lived right there at mm-hmm. Mom and Dad's. I was able to hang stands and keep up the the quote-unquote food plots that were not really food plots <laughs> at all. We just kind of raked some leaves all the way and threw some seed down and hoped for the best uh, and put corn out and put minerals out and all this other stuff. And Cody would come to me and be like, you know, I think we're going to go hunt this weekend. And I'm like, all right, all right, that sounds good. And he's like, well, what spot, you know, is a good spot for you to hunt? And I said, well, I've been hunting up at the top on the ridge for a while. I said, and there's one deer up there that's a pretty good sized deer. And I've got one picture of it, but I ain't seen it since. Hmm. And he's like, all right. I said, uh, I said, you know, I would prefer you not to shoot that deer. He's a big six pointer, big six pointer. I prefer you not to shoot that deer. He goes, okay, no, not a problem. And we didn't have a stand up air at that time. Nope. We were sitting on the ground.
1: It was Black Friday too. I remember and, it was like clear as day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I said, I'm gonna go down to the bottom where I've been seeing a lot of does or whatever, and maybe if I shoot one or something, maybe it'll push some deer up there to you mm-hmm. or you know, whatever. And we had a makeshift blind that we remember that blind that we built down there? <laughs> Dude, out of sticks and twigs and leaves and, and metal, all kinds of metal stuff. fire
1: department chairs. Yes,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, metal fire department chairs, and it was it was ragged. But dude, there was a lot of deer activity in in, in these woods that we were hunting, and it's crazy to think back to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now that we've kind of moved along and grown up into a different hunting uh, scene or whatever, but it's 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 weird to look back at it and think about how much deer activity was actually up there, and we didn't capitalize on it. Because I didn't know anything. And, I didn't either. Yeah, and, and and it's it's crazy. But anyway, so I was down in the bottom hunting, and all of a sudden, man, I heard kaboom. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, Cody done got one. So I texted him. I said, did you get one? He said, yeah, it's a big deer. And the first thing that popped in my mind was, oh, my God, he shot that big, that big six-pointer. I'm like, please don't tell me he shot that big six-pointer. Please don't <laughs> tell me he shot that big six-pointer. And I said, all right. I texted him back. said, all right, I'm coming to you. Sit still. Yeah. And he's like, all right. So I walk up the hill and I walk over to him and I can't see Cody because he's behind a tree sitting down. And um, I walk over there. Finally finding him. I sit down and Cody's just shaking like a leaf. I mean, just oh, shaking. Oh, man, he's a big deer. And I was like well gum. I was like calm down he's like man you don't understand this is a really big deer and I'm like is it the big <laughs> six-pointer that's all I want to know because I'm gonna punch you right in the face if it's a big six-pointer he goes no no man it's eight-pointer yeah and I said okay I'm like all right well that's all right you know that that's not the deer that I was looking for and I'm thinking <laughs> okay he probably shot you know a, a decent eight-pointer or a nice little eight-pointer or whatever you know and uh I said is he dead and he's like yeah I'm pretty sure he's dead and I'm like, well, where's he at?" And he points, and I see just the rack laying <laughs> on the side. And I'm like, that's holy mo- crap. That's monster, like, man. that's not a small deer, you know? And uh, and we're just sitting there talking. Like, me and Cody are talking right now. And up walks a doe just out Two of the of bottom. Them. Yeah, walked right, I mean, 30 yards from us. Mm-hmm. we're sitting there just talking.
1: <laughs> just loud as we can be. Yeah. And, and I
0: was like, holy crap, man. So, anyways, we... The does walk off, and I'm sitting there with Cody, and I'm like, we're going to give him just a little bit, and then we're going to go over there yep. and get our hands on this deer. And he's like, all right. So we're sitting there talking for a little bit. And finally, I was like, all right, let's get up and go over there. I was like, go ahead and, you know, rack you another one in your gun, and and we'll go over there just in case he gets up. And we walk over to this deer. And, dude, this is the biggest deer that I have seen on camera that I have had on the property that I have ever seen like actually had my hands on which is just
1: oh man and and now at least for our county deers
0: yeah well at the time like our county's gotten a lot bigger <clears throat> deer now than than what it was whenever yeah we were hunting uh but at the time it was the biggest deer that me me or you have laid our hands on mm-hmm. at all and man we took we turned around turned that deer around and was like holy crap
1: I think it was like 17 and a half inches from antler to antler.
0: Yeah, 17 and a half inches on the inside spread.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: And it was a, a big nine-pointer, not an eight-pointer. It was a nine-pointer, correct? No, it was eight. Was it eight? Okay, mm-hmm. I thought I thought he had, might have had a kicker, but I can't remember. No,
1: he was a pure um, eight. But
0: huge deer.
1: The only thing that I think could have been a little better, you know, having that big of a rack, he could have had a bigger base. Yeah. You know, he really didn't have that big, big, I mean, he was still kind of a young deer.
0: And that's the crazy thing is we were looking at the deer and we were like, man, this is such a big deer, this is such a big deer or whatever. And I started like really looking at this deer and I'm like, that's like a two-year-old deer with, you know, this big of a rack on him. I would say three and a half max. Yeah. If I, that. I mean, he was, he was huge compared to what we, what we were hunting. Cause the first deer I ever shot in my lifetime, same, same spot that Cody was sitting, same spot that, that, we, that I shot my deer. And I shot a little small eight pointer and I'm, I mean, it wasn't nothing to brag about, but first deer. that was my first buck that I ever shot. And Thank I it. dude, I was thrilled to shoot that deer. So, <laughs> and I've got that deer mounted. I've mounted that deer cause it was my first deer that I ever shot and I was happy about it and mm-hmm. everything else like that. And I'm still am happy about it. Don't get me wrong. I've shot, you know, 130 inch deer and I've shot little deer like that and, yeah. and I wouldn't take you know, those deer over that deer any day, just for, just for the experience. But then seeing that deer that you shot up there, I was like, holy crap. And I think that, that just kind of got me and Cody, like the bug, man. At that at that it, point, right there. I, like, I think that was the
1: bug. I remember I called my dad and my ear was like <laughs> bruised. Cause I was shaking so bad. I was beating myself in the ear so bad with the phone. <laughs> Cause mean dude, i never forget. I shot him at uh well, we got in the woods late because i ended up having to use the bathroom I like, yep. tore my stomach up i guess it's just nerves probably but we finally got in the woods it was like six thirty, six forty ish
0: yeah we we didn't have a whole lot of time it was sun <clears> was I, coming up
1: and I, I sat down and i remember uh i'd put a pinch of grizzly in i mean i clear as day and the first time i went to go spit there was a dough that blew like two o'clock from me i couldn't see nothing it was still black outside yeah and I said, well, I guess I'm just going to sit here the sun comes up, and I'm just going to walk on back down to the house. Yeah. You know, fun's cause over. I, I, fun's I, over. <laughs> I'd always been told if they blow, you might as well keep on – just walk on back out. Like yeah. there, ain't, there ain't nothing going to be. And it was literally – it was like 7, 7, 10, 7, 12-ish. I mean, I don't know when ex- – I know when I looked at my phone after texting you, it was seven fifteen. Yeah. I remember that clear as day. It was 7, 15. Yeah. But it was three to four minutes before that whenever I shot him and I pulled the trigger, and the sun had just come up. Like, mm-hmm. you could, I, I, I could see, I could count count antlers, I knew what he was, I knew how big he was. Yeah. I'm just glad that I shot him, because <laughs> I remember when I, when I held the gun up, I was doing this. It, the, old, was, <laughs>
0: the old book fever shaking kind I of was thing. I was
1: shaking, man. And I think that when I hit him, I don't know if you remember this, but I exploded his heart. Yeah. I mean, it was just like soup. Yeah. Inside there. Yeah. Like, there wasn't nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, what What did you shoot him with? Do you remember? Uh, 150 grand quarter lock, 270 round. Okay. It was like 50 70. yards.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah although, I mean, you couldn't shoot far up there to begin with anyways because it was such dense woods. I mean, you couldn't shoot far. I mean, I shot a ton of deer on this property mm-hmm. with a 30-30 because most of the shots that I was shooting deer at were like 50, 75 yards max. Yeah. Uh. So, I mean, you know, that that is what it is. So another funny story that I just I, I remembered is I had just got a climber. You remember when I got that old piece of crap green climber that you face the tree with? Yep. So I found another spot to go hunt. And, and I, I guess this was the progression of us hunting, really, because I wanted to get deeper in the woods. I wanted to get deeper in the thicket. I wanted to get deeper down to where these – bucks were bedding down at and it was bow season mm-hmm. and cody cody wanted to go hunt and i said let's do it and i had a buddy stand up there in the same spot <laughs> that cody had shot that big deer at and i've shot many deer at too but he we had a buddy stand up there and dude that buddy stand stayed up there for
1: ever okay i know at least seven years dude
0: it's been it was up there forever on I, the same tree yeah oh yeah we never moved it It was like growing in when i finally took that down the straps are still in the tree because it grew into the tree. I couldn't get the straps out. <laughs> so I mean well, that's that's how that's how long that daggum thing was up there. But uh I go down way down in the woods to get in my climber or whatever. Cody climbs up into the buddy stand, and I'm past Cody. Like I had to walk past his stand to get to to get to my climber. And it got it got late. It was you know eight thirty nine o'clock, and we usually get out of the woods about nine o'clock, which now is not the case, but. Then it was, you know, eight thirty nine o'clock. It was time to get out of the woods. So I get out of the woods and I start walking back to Cody and -hmm. I hadn't said anything to him. I hadn't texted him or anything. I was just going to walk up because you can see me coming from where he's at. So I was like, "Eh, you know, whatever. He'll see me. Um, And all of a sudden I hear something running through the woods (laughs) and I was like, oh, crap. So I just immediately just laid down in the in in the in the leaves because I was like, oh, crap, there's a deer or something, you know, maybe if I be real still. And I look over and this deer just drops dead, <laughs> like twenty yards in front of me. Just boom, just drops. I'm like, holy crap! Like, what the heck just happened? Mm-hmm. And as soon as I, as soon as I was like, man, what the heck happened? I heard, whoo! <laughs> I said, oh crap! Cody doesn't shot a deer. <laughs> he about <laughs> ran right over me whenever he shot him. Um. And so I go over there and and Cody's in the stand and I holler at him, I say, hey, he's dead down here. Yep. Yeah. He's like, oh okay. And He gets down out of the stand and. We we'll go find a zero, and we we'll go down there, and it ended up being a little button buck. You remember I mean, that?
1: It was so I was so mad about that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean because it looked like a it looked like a nice doe, and then I was like, all I want to do is just kill for meat. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'd never shot a deer with a bow, and I'm like, well, if I'm gonna do it with a bow for the first time, I want to at least kill a doe, you know, just yeah. to get the experience and oh, get yeah. the tracking down. And then, sure enough, I mean, he come out there. And I, mean, I thought it was a doe at, at the time. I and mean, it was like 30, 40 yards out at least. Yeah. And she, as soon as she hit that 30-yard mark, I, I released it. Like, <laughs> like, as soon as she I – mean, I mean, I didn't know it was a male at the time. You know, the thing didn't even have no nuts. I'm, that's a transgender. <laughs> transgender. You know, but uh, – <laughs> You know what I'm saying? (laughs) A transgender, not a transgender, a transgender. (laughs) Hey, so I sit there and I I let let it rip me because I just tried. I just got this boat. I was excited. I had Randy up there at the Sportsman's hanging out, put brand new strings on it. I mean, she was dialed in, perfect. Yeah. And I said, (laughs) and she took off running. And I got down there, and Jared said, Well. It's a boy. <laughs> I was like, "Daggon it!" So I had to fill a daggin' buck tag. I mean, I'm not gonna be illegal, you know. I, I yeah. was legal about it. Yeah, and I still ate it. Bam. I don't know.
0: I, I it's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't blame you. I mean, uh, after seeing it, you know, hindsight's started twenty twenty. I was about said thirty thirty. 20 twenty twenty. I mean, at that point, we were probably like, eh, I probably shouldn't have shot that deer," but yeah, probably you know, not. We were, whatever.
1: I was regretting I, the whole time we were skinning. It, I was like. Gosh, I'm mighty Cody. Why would you do something like this? Yeah, it's good.
0: You idiot. We we but we got the deer, we got the meat, we got it skinned out and everything like that. And got everything done. I have a tendency to put people on deer. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know why. Like that <laughs> that spot right there is such a good spot to hunt. It was and there's nothing special about it. No. That's the thing. There's like there's no there's no it's in the middle of the woods, there's no paths, there's no there's nothing. There's not a field that they can go to. There's not persimmon trees. There's no water. There. I mean, there's nothing there. The, clo- but-
1: the closest creek's at least seventy five yards down the mountain.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd probably it- say more than that. But yeah, I, mean, I mean it's 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 good ways down at the bottom of the hill. <clears throat> but for some reason, these deer just enjoyed that spot. I don't know what it was, and it was a
1: great spot to hunt. Good squirrel hunting spot too. Oh yeah, <coughs> oh yeah. We have
0: some. <laughs> Squirrel hunting, thing. yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: wish, I wish Brandon was here
0: right now, with him. Uh, right Mate, Br- Brandon, <laughs> Brandon's coming back on the show because we have he shot a massive deer down in Ardell County, which ended up scoring. Don't quote me on this, but I think it scored a one forty two mm. or a one forty five. Nice, dude. It's huge, huge deer, and he's gonna come on and tell us that story. And, and I might get him to tell some of that squirrel hunting oh, story my or gosh. whatever. But, it, uh, yeah, but th- th- <laughs> I have a tendency of putting people on on big deer. Do you remember Leanna's boyfriend at the time, and I can't remember his daggum name, um, but he was working for dad, and he just got out of NASCAR Tech School or whatever, and he was from Missouri, and he wanted to go deer hunting. And we had that stand that was behind the barn.
1: Gosh, what was his name? I don't forgot him. I don't remember his name. Jarrett's so special, huh? <laughs>
0: I wasn't calling him special, but I mean, my special Ed, maybe. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm just kidding. I I love, I love my my brother-in-laws. But uh, so we had that stand that was back behind the barn, and deer were very sporadic through this through this area through that through that stand. Mm -hmm. One day you go down there Mm -hmm. and you'd see twenty plus deer, Mm -hmm. and then one day you go down there and all you see is a cat yeah i mean <laughs> that's how that that stand was so me not I, I mean i i I like the dude but i didn't really like the dude you know so i wasn't gonna put him in the good spot up there where we've been shooting all the deer so <laughs> i went up to that spot and i put him down in the spot down behind the barn and dude i swear to god daggum seven thirty rolls around and i heard kaboom <laughs> i said you got to be kidding me like this this guy done smoked a dough down there behind the daggone barn or whatever and so i sat there and he texted me he said i've got a massive deer i said really he said yeah the problem is i made a horrible shot on him i said crap so I, I said i'm getting out of the stand i'm walking to you stay where you at yeah he goes all right so i get down the stand i walked to the to the house got the full wheeler and rode down to his stand and I get down there, I said, so it's a big deer. And he said, it's huge. Like, it's huge. For, for you know, North Carolina, huge, because he's from Missouri. So deer, are, like, they, they just eat different it's like up there. It's bulls around yeah, here. Yeah, I don't know what to do There's <laughs> something in the water up there. I don't know. But uh, I said, all right. I said, well, what do you mean you made a bad shot? I said, was it, like, liver shot? Was it? You know, did you break his front shoulder? You know, explain to me what a bad shot is. He said, when he come running by me, his stomach was hanging out. I said, crap. (laughs) He's gone. I said, holy (laughs) crap.
1: At least for miles. I'm
0: like, dude, that deer. I said, we'll never find that deer. He said, no, he's laying right over there. And I looked to the right, and sure enough, he had jumped the creek and bedded down in a briar thicket. I said, Dude, the best thing we can do is get out here as quiet as we can. Give that deer an hour, two hours to lay there, die, and we'll come back. I hate it, but that's what it is. Because
1: yeah. we
0: can't get a shot on him.
1: I mean, that's a natural field dress with his guts hanging out.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the fun- the funny story about this, man, we gave this deer an hour and a half. We done we done ate lunch. And we come back down in there, and I rode the fuller down there, and I stopped it a good ways away from him. I look over there, deer's still laying there. I said, all right, hour and a half, two hours, that deer's dead. There's no doubt about it, that deer's dead. Mm -hmm. I said, the best thing you can do is walk up to that deer and shoot him in the head just to make sure. I said, you know, just grab a pistol, go over and shoot him in the head. He goes, all right, all right, all right. So he goes over, grabs a hold of this deer antler, and he stands up, and when this deer stands up, the dude still got his hand on his antler, and I just holler at him, let go. And this deer takes off running and drags this man for 10 yards before he lets go. <laughs> and I just watched this deer just jump, 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 jump on up the mountain. I'm like, holy crap, we'll never get this deer. Like, this deer is gone, we'll never get him. And <laughs> I'll never forget that guy's face when he, when he got up. He's like, that thing's still alive. And I said, what was your first clue? <laughs> <laughs> so we get in the four-wheeler, and we run up to the top of the hill. I'm like, well, maybe we can get up there and get a shot on him. So I grabbed my rifle, and we hauled up to the top of the hill, and he had, he had laid down underneath the stand, underneath one of my ladder stands. And so I was like, dude, I can't get a shot on him. He's like, all right, well, we'll just give him about 30 minutes. So we stood there and talked for about 30 minutes or whatever. And I said, surely to God, this deer is dead now. He's like, I don't know. I, was, and for, I don't know why we didn't have the pistol on us at that point. But he just grabbed he grabbed a knife, and he went running up there and grabbed a hold of his horn. Well, he stood up again, and he reached over his start and finally killed him. But good Lord, man, I have a tendency of putting people on deer a a big deer at that because he was about the same size as yours
1: yeah so i was a nine pointer right
0: yeah he was a nine pointer and then i shot that other one which my deer and your deer almost look identical but mine has a kicker it makes them a nine yours is an eight yours is 17 and a half mine is 16 and three quarter yeah so our deer almost look identical together which makes me think that they're probably you know offspring or whatever but i don't know they're brothers then maybe maybe so anyways so uh, there's man there's so many stories we if we had all the time in the world we'd we'd tell some more (laughs) um but one thing i wanted to ask you and we were going to talk about that we had talked about before um is what's one of your favorite things about hunting uh, or fishing, or or being in the outdoors,
1: creation, man, creation, creation. You know, we wouldn't really have hunting at all if it wasn't for the God Almighty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Putting it here, and um, a lot of people, man, you you get these people out there, and they're like, oh, you kill you kill animals, and mm-hmm. you eat them, and yeah. Well, but you'll drive through a drive through and eat a a burger from McDonald's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that animal didn't have a life, <laughs> at least with a deer or a turkey, at least they lived a good life yeah. in creation and not in captivity.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and another thing is, is it goes to benefit us as well. Uh, cause yeah. I think it's a cycle. It is. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a vicious cycle, but it's a cycle. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. I, well, I mean, <laughs> it's just, I mean, you think about it, but, uh, I mean, it's a cycle. It's, I shoot deer to put food in the freezer to yep. feed my family.
1: Yep. It's I called sh- a harvest.
0: Yeah. I shoot turkeys because they're fun as heck to kill. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They are fun to kill, but, yeah. but I mean, the same thing with that. We, we eat what, what we, eat, what we shoot.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, <clears throat> you know, I've talked about this in my podcast. You know, it's harvest. I mean, killing a deer, uh, applying it for your life to provide for your family, it's no different than you go and <clears throat> grow on a piece of corn. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. You know why? Because God put it there. Yeah. That's the way I see it, man. And, you know, you kind of back that up with Scripture and you look at it. And so I'm in Genesis 9. If I look here in Genesis 9 3, you know, God tells Noah, he says, uh, everything that lives, moves about will be food for you. Just as I gave you the green plants, I grow for you everything you know that right there is your confirmation straight from God that you can ha- you can hunt you can have it it's all yours mhm that's what he designed human for is to be over all creation or cre- yeah. creatures i would say not creation but creatures yeah and then you know fast forward to the 27th chapter of genesis you know this is this is probably the hunter's favorite verse right here it says in 27.3 it says now then get your equipment your uh quiver and your bow and go out into the open country and hunt some wild game for me
0: that's one of my favorite verses for
1: hunting wise yeah. outdoor wise and you know the crazy thing is people are like oh you, it's so inhumane killing an animal well i mean i, I use a gun i mean i don't, I don't bow hunt really right. a lot a bow is pretty straightforward i I pull the trigger, your lights go out. You know, boom. Yeah. You know, he's gonna live for a couple of seconds. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I mean, if you take it and you let's say you verse it towards the cow that you know that you got in a McDonald's drive-through, I mean, that animal probably lived six months on steroids in, in a cage. Yeah. But you're okay eating that.
0: Yeah, now, I've been out west to see some of these places, you know, that these cows and stuff come from. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's no life. Yeah. That's no that's no life at all.
1: <clears throat> and you know that, and what's funny is like you say that and it's like people were like, Oh well, it's so unclean. Like you're all these all these animals out in the woods are unclean.
0: Dude, Brooke so my <laughs> wife didn't she did not eat deer meat or anything whenever we first got together. Yeah. And ever since like she's kind of started eating deer meat and all this stuff everybody comes to her just like just like you said i can't see how you do that like that's probably just really bad meat and it's probably bad for you and, and you know it's so inhumane and blah 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 and whatever And brooke's like nah, it's actually really good for you mm-hmm. you know exactly where it came from exactly you know exactly who touched this <clears throat> yeah to get it here it's lean it's a lot better when she was pregnant dude it was crazy that was the most deer meat I ever seen ate at one time in my life, is when she was pregnant, <laughs> dude. And, I, and everybody talks about these cravings, like oh, pre- yeah. pregnant girls have cravings or whatever. My wife's craving was deer meat. Oh, was she nice. wanted it for breakfast, lunch, and supper. And I told her, I said, "Listen, woman,
1: All right, we only got so many yeah, tags. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this stuff don't. You can't get it from the supermarket Burk, now. Burke
1: Burk County's hunting seasons are like kind of weird. Yeah,
0: it sucks." <laughs> Don't even get me started on hey, you know, that. you know,
1: talking about the unclean and clean. You know, God gave Peter a vision in Acts and New Testament about you know everything being clean, and as long as the Lord provides it, it is clean, right? You know, so I mean, you go and you sit in the woods, and you sit here, and you know, you prep. You know, God says if you if you if you'll prep and you'll ask and you seek and you'll find. That goes on with with everything,
0: you yeah. know,
1: and. I can revert to deer hunting or turkey hunting or whatever. You go and you sit in the woods. Well, God has timing. Well, his timing is to put that deer in front of you at the right time. Mm-hmm. That's his blessing to you yeah. because he knows you're using it for the right reasons. Right. Now, if you're out right here poaching, I guarantee you're probably not harvesting as many deer as you think you are. Yeah, Because, I mean, karma is going to come back to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, here in uh, Acts 10 and verse 9, it says, "In about the noon the following, as they were on their journey approaching, Peter uh, went up to the roof to pray, and he became really hungry. Uh, wanting something to eat. And with the meal that was being prepared, he fell into a trance. And he saw heaven open and something with a large sheet uh, let down behind its earth from four corners and it obtained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles and birds. And then a voice told him, get up and kill and eat. And surely not, he replied to the, he said, uh, <clears throat> I, I will never eat anything that's impure or unclean. And the voice of God came back and said the second time, do not call anything that impure that God has made clean. So it's like as long as you use it for the right blessing, and as long as you you know hunt for the right reasons, it's I, clean. It's clean, brother. It's, it's, it's clean. A fair game. Right?
0: <laughs> if as, as we used to say in our, in in old Airedale County, if it's it's down, baby, hey, your dog too. <laughs> <laughs> no, we ain't gonna shoot hey, your dog. No. We ain't gonna shoot you. You try to get me banned
1: on the podcast. Stop. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're uh, bro- we're broadcasting from China. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: trying to get me now. Go there, all these people kidding. gonna lock their dogs up now.
1: And, and you know the second thing, cool. I know we're gonna wrap up real quick, but you know the second thing for me, and you're gonna agree with this 100, percent is you know allowing our sons. You know I got a 10 year old boy. Oh yeah. And I, I hope after the week after Christmas, he's gonna put his first deer down.
0: Oh man, that'd be like, that'd be great.
1: So that's what he's getting for Christmas is a 243. Oh really? so yeah tell, tell bryson
0: it, not to listen to the podcast because we ain't trying to give anything away <laughs> oh they don't
1: even know what the title is i'll tell him that it's a, we've done a rerun of reborn and justified or something <laughs> <laughs> like, go listen to this episode <laughs> but no so uh savage just come out with their Access Two compact yeah uh 243 for youth and uh it's a standard length bo- you know, uh barrel but it's a compact stock okay so and i was talking to the guys up there at uh duncan's where i got it from and they said that eventually savage is going to come out with a new stock so this gun hopefully will last him as he grows oh okay that's cool so it's pretty cool man he don't know nothing about it yeah that's cool oh he's gonna be he's gonna be so i made a mistake okay let me let me just put this out there as a father i made the mistake i made well i thought it was funny but he didn't (laughs) think it was funny he wanted to shoot a gun oh gosh and i'm like hey you know what i got the perfect gun for you mm-hmm. so i go in there and i get kelly's dad and i got this gun and kelly's dad had given me his um a marlin 3030. It's yeah like 1887 model oh yeah oh wood great no, gun no padding great gun first thing i do is i throw 150 grand core lock in it <laughs> yeah because why not right <laughs> hey let me tell you what i said you said i said you see that right there he's like yeah because i got a gun range at the house i said go around and pop that thing right there one off he's like a leave reaction, I'm like, yeah, it's leave reaction because he's all about some Fortnite, you know. Yeah, he plays video games. He's like, oh, I got a leave reaction, Dad. He's like, I got leave reaction on Fortnite. He's, I'm the best. I'm the Fortnite king. I'm like, hey, this man's about to show you a king. <laughs> and man, he pulled that trigger. and His eyes are the size of a softball.
0: Reality setting. Oh, and,
1: and then and then the tears come. <laughs> and then the tears come. <laughs> And I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, yeah, I felt yeah, bad maybe, after. You messed up a little bit. I mean, I was laughing inside, but once the trigger hit, reality set in. Yeah. And, of course, I got yelled at by the wife. And yeah. You know, she was like, why'd you I let him shoot, him shoot that? Blah, 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 blah. That was last year. Well, this year, uh, I let him shoot my two seventy. Yeah. And <clears throat> I told him, I got him all excited. got him all pumped up. You know, yeah. I was like, and it's 150-grain core lock round, too. That's all I use is core lock rounds. Uh, good rounds. <laughs> hey, and I, more power, to you. If it's got more grain, that's all for me. And I let him shoot it, and he was excited. Yeah. You know, and of course, he's older, too. You know, he's gotten a lot bigger since last year. He hit that little growth spurt, man, and he's, he's all about it. Yeah. And I bet he's went through probably two or three boxes of 270 rounds. Mm. I mean, just – and he, he wears it out. Yeah. He's a good little shot, too. The only problem is he's left-handed. But he, uh. wants, a, but he wants a right-handed gun. I don't know. <laughs> he's <laughs> – Okay. He says – right. he said, look, I'll shoot this thing left-handed, but he said, I want a right-handed gun. He said, because eventually – I'm going to shoot right-handed when I'm ready. I'm like, hey, whatever. Okay, might, bro, all right. Hey, whatever, hey, man. Hey, man, right-handed guns easier to find than left-handed, and it's a lot cheaper, too, so I'll take that there all you day. Go. There you go. But.
0: Well, we're going to wrap up now. You got to hear a little bit of everything on the podcast today, I, I believe. A little, little bit of everything. everything. And uh, that's what we're about on, on the uh, Not Your Dad's Hunting and Fishing Show because ain't nobody else like us that's out right. here. That's right. So I appreciate you coming up, man. It's good to see you as always. And, uh, hopefully we get to do this again.
1: We will. We will.
0: Uh, big shout out. Thank you to, um, our, our sponsors, everybody that's been listening, the likes, the follows, the big help that we had with the giveaway. Uh, with 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 matt we really appreciate all that Um uh, appreciate cody coming on this week and, and talking with us and we'll be back next week with another guest we're we are going to take a week off uh after christmas and into the new years with everything that's going crazy um so we will take a week off but i will have a podcast next week uh before christmas um so be, be on the lookout for that So uh, we appreciate all y'all stopping in and listening and Jace.